And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 81 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm a bullied Brian. (laughs) (laughs) You will be. Welcome back to the real world. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) October's over. You're not safe anymore. Was I ever really? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah, well. (laughs) Only when we recorded. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Everyone have a good week. Nobody did anything of any interest or importance, right? Um, hmm. Hmm, I feel like I did a thing, but I just can't remember. Except for that good old Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. yeah, We did see that before anybody else. I recognize that that gloating about this after the movie has come out does kind of make it. it. I've thought about that. It does. That would have been so much cooler. We should have recorded a special episode. Eh. Eh. I posted on Facebook. That's enough, right? Yeah, like, right. I never post on Facebook, right. so I was Very like, exactly better do it. Same. But uh, we can call it open with Thor. That works for yeah. me. Fucking great. It's a very good movie. But they're, so good, so good. So they're, good. Listeners, listeners, there's a part in this movie, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm not going to say anything, but there's a part in this movie that is my absolute favorite moment in any <laughs> film ever made. Oh, boy, howdy. And you will know it when you see it. Trust me. Because <laughs> it's... <laughs> The fucking best. Did did you did you fall down laughing? At oh it? God, I would have had I not been glued to my seat. <laughs> it's actually true. We we literally glued her to her seat. You have to. I mean, yes. you have yeah. to. Right. So good. That movie's so good, y'all. It is. And then they closed down the street across from my office for two days to film Infinity War. Can Brian change the subject before I could weigh in? I on know Thor. a Bully movie him. I've seen twice. Bully him. And is it- do it. At or near the top of my Do the bullying. Of- I'm bu- I am. I'm bullying Alex. That's why I did that. Oh, wait. You meant I him bullying me. I didn't oh. bully the Brian. Oops. Okay. Brian. I'm, I'm mad with power from last month. <laughs> Apparently. All right, Brian. Prepare for bullying. You're older than me and have a questionable memory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Those are just true statements. That's, I was going to say, Anne. That's, that's not, not bullying. That's, that's not, just like you're, you're stating medical obvious, fact at so... this point. <laughs> Thor was good, and it, Tessa Thompson is a national treasure. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that character. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me a Valkyrie spinoff, please. Yeah. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Movie's fucking yeah. great. So, so good. All the good. Yes. Go see it. Tell us what you think. Good, good movie. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. That's not <laughs> yours. You I'm mad with power. That doesn't belong to you. That's I, not even... No. I'm mad Mm-mm. with power. <laughs> no, no. I don't accept it. It's a good, good movie, though. <laughs> oh, Brian snorted. What do we do? Ridicule him? <laughs> <laughs> you sn- sn- snorted. That's right. <laughs> like a cute little kitten. <laughs> no? I don't know. It got under Dipper Pines' skin. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, I still have power. Mm-mm. Hostess fruit pie. There it's time to go. take a shot. <laughs> No, we're not doing a bunch of shots. Stop it. <laughs> we are not getting to the tequila. That's only when you snort. No. Nope. <laughs> it's all up to you, Jen. I'm not doing it. 
I'm going to do this very monotone for the rest of the fucking podcast. Good luck with that. I'm going to speak like this and not show any emotion. Thank you, Squidward, for joining us today. I'm Squidward. He's Squidward. She's Squidward. We're all Squidward. I am it's Squid true. as you are Squid as we are Squid and we are all Squidward. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I would say this is I would Paul say McCartney. It's, it, it's safe to say. We've probably had more alcohol before this show than any since Dragon Con. <laughs> so yeah. prepare yourself. Well, we had to recover. <laughs> prepare yourself. All right. October, the month of recovery. Wait. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't that, I mean, September and October both. Really. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. to be. Okay. All right. Shall we get to the meat? Unless Brian had more to <laughs> add on his building being closed while they filmed. Outside. No, it's pretty sweet, though. Okay. Did you see any famous people? <laughs> I did not okay. see the famous people, but there was, like, some stuff on fire. And some so what you're saying oh, is... Nice. Some Stark Industry signs and sweet. some cool stuffs. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think there's anything on fire in Batman, or that would have been a really good segue, but Batman number 34, huh? Mm. Oh. That it was a very too? stark landscape. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Wow. That was... Ooh. On point. That was reaching. It was on point. No, fuck you. <laughs> um, so I just got caught up with these because yeah. I haven't been reading them because um, I've been busy. This was so good. This is yes. so funny and so good. And how about that good, good Joelle Jones art? So fucking art? good. Did Spectacular. You, did you like really. the uh, Lady Killer reference in the first one? Or no, Brian's the one who was reading the Lady Killer. No. No, you weren't or no, you didn't like that? It was Mike that was reading Lady Killer. Oh, well, never yeah. mind. Yeah. You fucked that one way up. <laughs> bully Alex's. November Bully Alex's. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I am. I gotta say, I enjoyed this issue a lot. I am very excited for what comes next based on the last page of yeah. this issue. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. <laughs> that was so fucking good. Shunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom Tom King is on point right now. He is he is at yeah, a. Yeah, see what you did there. Yeah, uh-huh. I already used that one. Yeah, I I, I love <laughs> that, like and, and you know what? It's not just that. It's everything about this. Like it starts in like this this nine panel you know small frame thing, and then we go to two single page, and then we go to a big huge double pet. Like just that. Everything about this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's fucking spectacular. I love it. Get mm. caught up on Batman. This yes. good. Mike just got caught up too. We were yes. talking about it before we started recording. He and yeah. I were, and he is very into. And to ha- to have this follow War of Jokes and Riddles, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if Mike likes it, and we all like it, it's probably a good shot. That you like it. Pro- probably. Probably. Maybe. Unless you're very against Bruce and Selena together, I guess Damien. <laughs> That's adorable. Any of the Robins. He's so, he's so adorable. He Alfred. Really is. Alfred. <laughs> and that, 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 that Nightwing Robin relationship is yeah. just yeah, I'm loving I, I love still that. I still need to see though, and I'm I'm sure it has to come since we see a little bit of soups in this issue. But I need that Superman Lois. Batman, Catwoman, double, double date. date. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need yes. that to happen. I need. Uh, I need Superman to be all. Mm, I don't like her. She's a villain, and then Lois be like, okay, but like she's actually kind of cool. So shut up. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, like she is a badass. Though. Right. <laughs> damn girl. Mm-hmm. But like, damn girl. <laughs> Most dangerous woman ever. They start going to Pilates <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and Los is just like, wow, you are really flexible. <laughs> I can't do that move. Do it again. <laughs> Meow. I was going to say she actually does. I love it. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah. Tell me about Batman the Dark Prince Charming Volume 1. Start with, what actually is this about? Okay, so this is a, I want to start by saying this is a special, it's going to be, uh, it's only in hardcover. Um, It's about, I would say the the length is about an issue and a half of what a normal issue would be. So it's not really super big, Um, but it is. It's how you use it, though. (laughs) Cocktober's over. That's kind of All right. Um, It's uh, Enrico. The spirit of Cocktober never rests. It is Enrico Marini. It should get that looked at. It is Enrico Marini, who apparently has done a lot of stuff in Europe that has just been amazingly well-received. Cool. Having now read this, I understand why. <laughs> um, and basically, he has a whole page that talks about like kind of how he did this, how Batman basically came crashing into his room and said, uh, yeah, I want you to write a book about me. <laughs> <laughs> and his worry was, who's going to pay for the window? But. <laughs> Have you said yet what the book's about? I have not. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Um, that was the first question I asked. Right? It is. I'm getting. Okay. But it requires you know. it requires backstory and lead that's up. Right. That's right. Like um, most does it. I guess. Okay. It does if I'm telling the story because I'm going to do it how I want to. Um, Brian, let him have this. No, this it's not is not October anymore. I don't. Oh, okay, yeah. right. No, this we can is, believe. This is it's it, this is its own self-contained thing. It is not a defined as incontinuity type thing. Um, but it's not necessarily like an Elseworlds thing either. It's just it's just a story that's yeah. being written and is what it is. Um, that being said, the the crux of this revolves around a woman who comes forward claiming that nine years ago uh, Bruce had a daughter with her and he oh. didn't know about it. Oh. But yeah, so she's filing a paternity suit. Uh, at the same time, Joker um, – Finds out, hears about this, and decides that, oh, if he kidnaps the girl, he will have leverage on Bruce, i.e. Batman, because he knows. I want the twist to be, it was Joker's daughter. <laughs> but not the Joker's daughter? Just okay. Joker's daughter. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing his relationship with Damien, that, that's not going to work. <laughs> It's not. It's not gonna work. Um, <laughs> although, to be fair, I will say in he, this story, it works far better than it does with Damien. Oh, okay. Also, Bruce did single-handedly tear down Apocalypse to bring Damien back to life when yeah, he died. Yeah, he, he did do that. But he's also a terrible father. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling in this this story that would be a different case. Yeah. Okay. So. But it's just got, like society it, treating it, the girls different than the boys. It's got, it's got, jo- it's got Joker. It's got Harley. It's got Catwoman. It's got, uh, it, and it, it's one of the most gorgeous books I've Ooh. seen in a while. I mean, it's just beautiful. I'm um, I, I dialogue's good, pacing's good. Every, everything about this is wonderful. I can't wait for the second half of this. Cool. And I highly recommend to everyone. And uh, we're going to keep going. And while we do, I'm going to find the picture of Selena that's in here. And Jen. Because, uh, He's going to let me creep on the mark. cat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, you, you are going to creep on the cat. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So, yeah. Share with the rest of the class, Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Jen's speechless. Mm-hmm. It's that teddy, though. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't but, expect them to do daddy daughter play, but okay. Uh, Ooh. don't be fucking weird. I was, uh, I was just trying to make it really disturbing to the, to yeah, the audience out there. Yeah, that's... Teddy, Teddy can mean a couple of things. No, no, a Teddy is, an, is a little short, cute, It can also be a small stuffed nighty. bear. Just ask, mm. just ask Bane. That is Osito. That is not a Teddy. He is Osito. Do you think Batman would ever have Catwoman dress up as Bane? And then him dress up as Osito? <laughs> Okay, not quite I, made it, I made it weird. Too. I guess technically. Um, I, I mean, okay. Does, does wait, wait, the, wait, Jen? You have now lost the ability to complain to Alex about making things weird. Well, no, let's let's just go down this rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> oh, are Batman and Catwoman inherently furries, or is he is he does he mm. become a furry if he dresses as a teddy bear, but he's not one yet? Well, I don't think that dressing as a teddy bear makes you a furry. If you I'm dress picturing as him in a mascot suit. Okay, if you dress as like an actual animal, not like a, just a teddy bear. Once you're in a mask and suit, mm. you're a furry, right? No. Mm. You have to have like a fursona to be a furry. All right, you're not making the okay, case so that you Batman is not inherently one. That's, that's <laughs> terrifying, and you should never do that. Um, what about KC Bearphone? Still terrifying. Okay. Gear Bear? Mr. Bear from Full House? Shirtless, his... ba- shirtless Bear Fighter. <laughs> Acceptable. But not a bear. I mean, not uh, uh, an animal, the bear. Technically, I guess he would qualify as being a bear. What if it was Papa Bear from Shirtless Bear Fighter? (laughs) I mean, any bear from Shirtless Bear Fighter is, in fact, a bear. (laughs) All bears are bears. Except panda bears. Except people named bears. And koala bears. And dogs named bear. Wait, hold on. Bear Grylls isn't an actual bear who composes music. (laughs) You know what? Wait, hold Max on. Max Bear, what? What? Bear Grylls is a... Who am I thinking of? Bear Grylls is a survivalist. Okay, who's the composer named Bear? You're adorable. Who's the composer named Bear? Oh, God dang it. He does the music for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Bear Mo- something, maybe? It's not Bear Grylls. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning, actually, that Bear those Grylls are Bear Grylls is the people. guy who drinks his own pee. <laughs> Just because you play music doesn't mean you can't. Oh, but oh, he's, you mean he's on TV, though. You mean he's shirtless bear fighter. Man, probably. He could have a very... He could look, be. Yeah, if right. Vincent very Price skinny, can be an oh, actor no. and an art collector and a culinarian, <laughs> Bear Grylls can be a guy who plays music and drinks his own urine on television. That's all I'm but saying. But he's not. I recognize that he isn't. <laughs> I'm saying if he wants to be, he could. Uh, of the two people, I'd probably rather be stuck outside with Bear Grylls, even though he drinks his own pee. I am thinking of Bear McCreary. Yeah, yeah, Who is yeah. not Bear Grylls. No. Nope. Turns out they are two separate people, like a lot of people. <laughs> or or Max Bear. <laughs> it was Jethro on the Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yes. Can we think of anyone else named Bear before I don't we move know. on? Probably, but I'm not going to try. Okay. Uh, Batman the Devastator one shot. My aunt had a dog named Bear once. Does that count? <laughs> no. Did you also have a bear named Dog? No, but I would. I would do that. Because pandas are closer to dogs than actual bears. I mean, they're still bears, though. 
No, they're more like raccoons. They're like but very they're still, large raccoons. But they are still bears, though. <laughs> Listeners, now tune in for the <laughs> bear discussion. Here's the thing. They are still bears, though. But they're not. <laughs> but they are Neither classified are koalas. as bears. Well, koalas are not koalas bears. Koalas are not bears. But they call them koala bears. So? That's stupid. Yeah, pan- pandas are in the family of bears. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, yeah and sun bears and, yeah, honey uh-huh. bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do research later because I don't actually think mm. this is true. I'm pretty sure pandas are more closely related to raccoons than bears. Okay. Okay. Listeners, tell us. <laughs> don't let, let Alex or, be right. Or don't and just let this conversation die, please. <laughs> okay, fine. Brian, tell me about Batman the Devastator. It's damn good. <laughs> it's like all of these one shots. Uh, it's It was super fun to read. I love the... Uh, I love the uh, the the big double page Lobo Devastator, yes, fight fight page that was beautiful and wonderful. Um, I had a moment in the comic shop earlier, or earlier this week when I went in to pick this up, and you know they've got the pins that have each dark Batman's logo, yeah. And I've been grabbing them because they're free. So Kevin says to me, "Oh, we've got." A, a new one this week. And I say, okay, cool. And I grab it. And he says, yeah, none of us could figure out what that symbol on the Batman logo is. I'm like, it's the Kryptonian symbol for Doomsday. Yeah. Apparently, it was weird that I knew the Kryptonian symbol for Doomsday. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. But I've been self-conscious about this all week. Okay. I just thought you, I'd share. You shouldn't, I thought you this shouldn't was be. A, okay. It was. I mean, that was. That was okay. Um. No. That, a giant panda is a true bear. Boom. There you go. I sit corrected. Yeah, you do. Bully Alex's. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bullying. It's just correcting. That's fine. That's fine. I appreciate. I appreciate. This. No, I, I, it, it, just like the rest of them. What I love about this is it is it it is a one shot self contained thing, but it's still at the same time informing and slightly advancing the story yeah. of the overall metal stuff, which is super cool. Yeah, yeah. And basically, these seven Dark Knight one shots are really seven issues that move sort of a B plot forward yeah, for metal. Exactly. Yeah, and. Yeah. By and large, I'll have good, good art. They do. They're, they're like this, super. This issue super looks pretty. fantastic. I would agree with that. And Ooh. seeing seeing Lois turned into a doomsday is just heartbreaking. Ooh. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I only have two complaints about the, this whole metal thing. One is that the the Batman who laughs that damn red text on the it black drives me insane. The only thing worse than that. Is the, the red the red death, which is that yeah. same red on black, but like it's red offs- and white on black, and they're offset. And they set, look like a printing error, and it's like fucking impossible to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, like I, really, I literally have to get the light on my flash on my phone and put directly on it to get it bright enough to be able to read the damn thing. Yeah. My guess is this: they're probably easier to read digitally, and the reason they don't get caught is people letter on their computers now. Okay. That would be yeah. my guess. Okay. Still. Great. Still when it, so whenever you're doing a new lettering style, here's a little tip. Print it first. Print it and take a look and go, oh, shit, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. While a, we are it's, on a metal, mi- it's a minor complaint. While we are on metal, yeah. and speaking of Batman the Red Death, Justice League number 32. Justice League number 32. Um, I, 
again, it's it's more. I would say probably B plot uh, of yeah. this is a uh, the the four different um, Justice League members from uh, Flash last week. Correct. Starting to confront their Batman counterparts. Yeah. So Flash, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern. In their bespoke Batman death caves. Yes. Oh, nice. And uh, I, I did think it was a little odd that uh, there were some very slanted, like, they gave very disproportionate amounts of time to different characters yeah. of these. But I think part of that, too, like, you don't see much of Green Lantern. Green Lantern. But the next issue is a Green Lantern. Oh, fair enough. That's true. That's true. And that may um, that uh, said, by the same token, you get a lot of Flash, and we just spun out of a Flash. Exactly. Issue. Exactly. Um, I, I and Cyborg is kind of narrating this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Through football metaphors. Well, Yay. Which was, you know. Okay. <laughs> it's what he knows. It, it is. It's that's fine. Um, Look, I, it's not like he can access the entirety of human knowledge and find metaphors that aren't based on his childhood. Well, again, it's you go with what you know, right? Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, and, you know, it, it, not a oh my god, this was amazing kind yeah. of thing, but just, I, it was I will just say, good. So far, I do feel like uh, the first crossover we had for Metal was mm. the stronger of the two. I, I would agree with that. Though. The uh, the Green Arrow. Yeah. Teen Titans, yeah. We'll see one. how this plays out, and overall, you know, it may this may get stronger near its end, but I think the mm-hmm. first couple of issues of that were a lot stronger. Than... I will agree with that yeah. statement. Um, still good though. Still like all the metal stuff, yeah. yeah. Brian, uh huh. Black Lightning, Cold Dead Hands, number one. I think you and I were both a little mixed on this one, but we, we wanted to talk about it anyway. We do. Um, first, it's the first of a six-issue uh, uh, limited run, mm-hmm. so uh, we were both excited to see this character, yeah. um, particularly in light of the upcoming uh, TV show, right? Yeah, um, which I'm very excited about. I'm very hopeful as well. Uh, I, I did not dislike this book. Um, I like the I like the setup. I like the kind of the plot that they're that they're engaging. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's something that makes sense. It is a first issue, so there's definitely some setup stuff going on. Yeah. Um, the weakest part was probably the dialogue. I agree. Yeah. I really like the plot. I like the shape of this, and actually, I think the strongest thing about this issue for me was the time we spent with Tobias Whale and his sister and sister, his assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those were my favorite parts of this, not only because the degree to which they're taking these Moby Dick themed names is just beautiful. <laughs> yes. Um, but that was, I think it was a little tighter and a little more engaging. I get there's a lot of kind of catch up and introduction that happens. Yeah, here. there is. There is. My biggest problem was, why is he making so many math jokes while he's in superhero guys? Does he just want them to figure out he's a math teacher? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I get that, you know, the, the Spider-Man, the wisecracking and the Marvel movies and everything else have made that, that kind of wisecracking hero a thing. Yeah. And it works for some characters. Well, and I think this could still be a wisecracking hero. I just don't get why all the jokes are about math. Right. I know he's a math teacher, but work-life balance, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I had one question I wanted to ask you. Did, did he always, was he always able to use his powers in this way? I have no idea. Okay, because I know, I know, like old, like eighties Black Lightning. 
I did, could not do all of these things that he's doing. I, I think it's cool that he can now. I did see, and I didn't read the whole piece, but I did see somewhere online talking about this that a lot of continuity for this character they've jettisoned the, and it's the the creator is the writer, uh, Tony Isabella, okay. who created the character is writing it. Yeah, and he's cut away some continuity. I think this is. This is something I could more easily believe is in continuity. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I, we're not going to go into any great detail about it, but Dead Man came out this week too and has some of the same problems of maybe a little more work, maybe a little more time with an editor and a little mm-hmm. more uh, polishing with an editor would have helped. Mm-hmm. Um, both to different degrees, I think, have that problem and have the problem too where it also just feels a little dated. It, uh, Dead Man mean, felt very dated. This feels just a little, a little dated to me, in, in the style of the dialogue. Um. So, all right, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna grab this trade when it comes out. I don't know that I'll keep going with the weekly or the monthly issues. Okay, but I, 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 I it'd be like a solid six, five, seven for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I didn't dislike it. I just, uh, I. Maybe I was hoping for more. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, you, you know what I loved, though? What did you love? Deathstroke. Which, granted, I always love. I was going to say, we always like Deathstroke. Um, this is a bit of an oversized issue. It's 25. It is. Yeah. It kind of pulls double duty in a way. It's a, If you haven't been reading this book and want to jump on, granted... It is sort of the middle of an arc, and in the scheme of things, might be a weird place to jump in. But it does do a good job of catching up on kind of the relevant and salient po- salient points of Slade's background. I would agree with that. The first half of this is a little recap heavy, but the second half of this is hilarious. Uh, my favorite page of probably any book this week is from this issue, and it is the members of the Society... So, Vandal Savage, uh, Reverse Flash, Killer Frost, Ultra Humanite, Humanite, um, um, Riddler, and there was one more there, uh, I think. Oh, Hector Hammond. Hector Hammond. Debating what it means to be evil and whether that even matters. Oh, and Black Manta. Oh, and Black Manta. Yeah. Uh, Which sounds dry and stupid, but was really funny it really was and and like they have first of all like some of them are you know they're like one of them that doesn't even really want to debate he's just like screw it i don't want to think about this i just you know and act and this is all false morality to make you feel better about yourselves i'm evil and i don't care right and then there's some that are you know we're willing to debate but they have very differing opinions about like it's kind of cool to see that like Yeah. yeah evil is Oh my God! These are all people who have different opinions about well, things. And I love the I love the society mm-hmm. because basically all of my experience with it is through Secret Six. Okay, which is this kind of funny meta commentary in and of itself, usually too. So I feel like I feel like Priest pulled a lot of that into this issue. Um, they're also dealing with the fact that, and I, I love the the supervillain paranoia of this. Um. Deathstroke is on trial for having gone good, basically. Right, basically. basically. Right. Uh, there's an in-story reason for it, but read the book and you'll get the explanation faster than I can give it here. Um, but also they're freaked out, the society's freaked out because Lex Luthor has turned good. And Killer and Frost. And Killer Frost, who's sitting on this panel, she shows up because 
you called and I'm here, but also I do need to know where I stand since I am on the Justice League of America right now. And working with Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to make sure we are, in fact, good, my dudes. Right. Uh, that and the fact that Joker is his is Slade's defender in this. Riddler. I'm, I'm sorry, did that? Yeah, Riddler is his defender. <laughs> yeah, He's two very different people. Yes, Riddler is his basically his his defense lawyer. And there's a Raptor cameo. I know that excited you, Brian. <laughs> I love how Raptors will basically just say, "You guys need to shut up. I'm out." Yeah, I got things to do. Um, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what he did. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, such a good issue. I love this book so much. If you're not reading it, pick it up and trade. It's, I love me some, some Christopher Priest death strip. Me too. Hey, Jan. Whoa. Hey. We're, we're, we're to a book, we, a book you read. Yay. I may have really like too many happens. of your books. To, is it still good this week? I'm oh, sorry. no, no. Pull some back into this. Nope. I don't want to do it. Too late. No. To be fair, it's only two. Okay, good. That's yeah. fine. <sighs> Only Acceptable. Two. Acceptable. Yeah, read it's less a books. Of her books. <laughs> read less books. You're yeah. cute. Or <laughs> like talk I can, about like less. I can do that. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you physically can't. Uh, maybe. Longtime listeners to Panelology mm-hmm. can probably recite our usual response to a new issue of Paper Girls from mm-hmm. memory. <laughs> This is good, good book. I don't, I don't know, know what's, what's going, going on, on, but it's good, good book. I and I on. like that I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like you get a little bit more of a sense yeah. of what's going on. Oh, oh no, I would. I would very definitely say you get you get some definite explanation yeah. of what the yeah, fuck is going on. Yeah, you finally get some fucking answers. No, no, you get a couple more questions to ask with this as well. Yeah, but, but I would you, be mad if you didn't. Right. You finally know. Who's fighting and a little bit of why. Mm-hmm. Right. There is a, an oblique reference to, and they messed some things up and these people are trying to fix it. You don't really know what those things that were messed up are. Right, right, right. I'm sure we'll find out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we we, we, we learn a little from, of all people, a cartoonist. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Um... This could get back. Is that where I start? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's where I start. Um, yeah, if you've been like holding out because you don't want to sit through 16 issues of what the fuck is happening. What's wrong with you? Go ahead. Go ahead, read. Go ahead, read. Cause the hardcover hard comes out next week. Shit's happening. Yeah. Um, issues people, 1 to 10. People uh-huh. are afraid of change. Yes. That's apparently what this book is about. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get a cameo by a tangerine iMac, which is it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yes. Yeah, that was kind of funny. iMac G3, baby. Yes, That's right. right. I had a G2 and a G4. I never had a mm. G3. Yeah, but and we continue to see these characters develop a little bit, mm-hmm. and I love that. <laughs> I love the exchange where uh, one of them calls the cartoonist a lesbo, and the yeah. other says. Um, so I think in the future, I'm going to be a lesbian. Be a lesbian. I actually fact, think I, I think might I be, one now. be one now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, and that, yeah. that look on her face when she says that, that yeah. on, on, K, yeah. on uh, uh, KJ's face, when Max says that, yeah. she's like, mm. And a lot of this issue, because the first few pages of this issue are an alien speak, we don't. We don't get translated. Right. So much of this issue relies on Cliff Chang 
drawing, oh, yeah. the art, yeah. expression, and faces, and yes. So I mean, this is true of most issues of this book, all issues of this book, really. But I feel like it's worth mentioning since this issue relies so heavily on just expression and physicality and mm-hmm. nonverbal communication. That's my favorite, by the way. And then we get another wonderful little ending shocking surprise. Thanks, <laughs> Brian K. Vaughan. <Yeah. laughs> well, I mean, not so shocking. Well, okay. Surprising for what we've seen of these characters up until this point. Okay. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. I did love the happy fucking 2000. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember the Y2K scare. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, Jen. Oh, my God. Yeah, you read more Marvel than DC this week. I did? Oh, yeah, I did. Hey, Jen. Hey. Oh. How do you feel about Captain America? It was okay. I didn't feel great about it. Really? Yeah. It was okay. I'm not too surprised. Actually, uh, yeah, but. yeah. Um, I think you probably need this to move on with the story, but I wish you didn't. Okay, so th- and this is why I'm I'm glad that you kind of had this book because I want to specifically ask you something. Okay. When Secret Empire ended, uh-huh. right? One oh. of the things you said was, "Oh my God, I don't want them to drag this, this out and blah 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 blah." This was so kind did of you that. feel like this kind of was that, and it wrapped it up and kind of. I ended hope it? it wrapped it up and ended okay. it. It did not. No. It did not. It's going to keep going. Well, and here, there's um, a simple, there's a simple uh, uh, mathematical argument. This is issue 695. Okay. They'll take till issue 700 to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, and that it is makes my me gut. go, uh, is it worth it? <laughs> um, I will say this is way and and don't get me wrong because the Nick Spencer stuff was talky, but it was talky about other things. Right. This is talky about character. Yes. It's, like it's, like about the character of a person, not about a character. And it it's oh, all boy. about it, it. Literally, is all about kind of that fallout and how people are viewing him. Right. And, yeah. And this he's is, like, "Oh shucks, I'm happy. Some people still like me." This is uh, perhaps unsurprising as I was. More tepid towards Secret Empire. I freaking love this issue. <laughs> because at no part of it is at no point does it actually bother talking about Secret Empire directly. Okay. It doesn't mention it by name. It is Steve get it, okay, at one point someone does say an there was imposter an evil did imposter this thing and, and it, Steve yeah. beat and his he ass. Fought him. Yeah. yeah. There are two panels that acknowledge right. it. Right. But by and large, it doesn't make it about that directly. Yeah. I, I really dug it. I feel like it's a solid jumping on point if you haven't been in Captain America for a while and want to jump on. I would it, agree with that. It, it gives does... you a clear picture of who he is and what he's about. Okay, fair. It does. It returns him to this wholesome ideal of what an American man should be. That's what it does. Yeah, I mean, it is... I don't like that. Well, I don't want that. I want there to be conflicted character bullshit happening. I don't, like, oh, maybe I am kind of dark. I want that. I don't disagree in principle. I am okay with there being a character who does the right thing just because it's the right thing. Yeah, no. Like, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And that's, that's all fine. this says. All this says is the bigger guy defends the little guy. It gives Steve a clear mission. This is the mission statement in the Articles of Incorporation that are Steve Rogers. Blah. 
You're not wrong. The one thing I was happy to see in this, which was kind of a it's kind of a foot and you mentioned it just a minute ago, is I was really happy to see that the public at large seems to have a very clear understanding that there are two different Steve Rogers and one was the evil person who ran yeah. Secret Empire and this is not him. Like, because I, I had a feeling it was that was going to be a whole thing of they thought that it was Captain America Steve Wright who did this, and well, now and implicit right. to that is that seems to be the public perception, but also there's a lot of not just around that, but around even Steve's whole history, there's a lot of rumor and gossip and people. Oh, so you're an icer, like the whole yeah, that, that was that kind bit, of hilarious. The the Steve talks to a guy and mm. mentions, since he was pulled out of the ice, and the guy goes, oh, you're an ice. No, the government just found a lookalike. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like conspiracy theory to it, too. And I think that's kind of cool, because that's how that would actually work. Sure. Um, I don't know. When the girl from the beginning showed up at the end again, I got a little verklempt. Okay? Oh, okay. yeah, that was that was kind of cool. I mean, There are a lot of good things about this issue. And also, Chris Somney art is beautiful. It is beautiful. I, I won't disagree there. I was lukewarm on it. That's okay. That is not surprising. Yeah. I would I, be more surprised if you weren't. I'm okay with this issue. I did think it was necessary. Uh, again, I don't want to see four more of these. No. Mm-mm. I don't necessarily either. But right. I loved this, and I loved what Mark Wade wrote at the end about why he's writing it and why he's writing it the way he is and I his history as a character. I didn't read it because I was done. Read, read, his, read his little I just, letter at I the just, end. But like... I get that Captain America sticks up for the little guy and he thinks everybody should, but I want to see it as opposed to him saying it. Like, I, mean, like I want her to see him doing that and then do it herself. You see him do it, repeat it, and you see others do it because of it. That's what the issue's yeah, about. But he had to say it, though. But he had to say it verbally. Well, that's just because it's Mark Wade writing the mission statement for the book in the first issue. Okay, Listeners, if you agreement. if you stop reading Captain America, I won't be mad at you. But at least try it. But at least try it. Um, I would I would say I want to I want to see the next couple of issues and see. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, this could very easily be a one again that was necessary and now is done. Well, and that's not out of character for, not out of character for Wade Insomni because this happened with. Black Widow, too. Like, we both jumped off Black Widow after a couple mm-hmm. of issues. Well, that was different, though. There were <laughs> there were no words, and I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I mean, I read the second one, right. and I even then still did jump off. And then I went back and read them in trade, and they're brilliant. Yeah. So, I will say, I think sometimes when Wade writes, especially when it's Wade and Somni together, they tend to play long game. More than issue by issue. And I know you're buying issue by issue and you're reading that way and that still matters. But I'm 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 in this one for the long run. I'm very happy with this issue. I may have to switch to trade on this. Okay. Okay. And Brian's in the middle. <laughs> I, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Alright. How about Guardians of the Galaxy? This was real good. Yeah. This was real funny. Um <laughs> It's the Guardians trying to clean up the Nova Corps. <laughs> yeah. The Nova Corps is so screwed and resource dry <laughs> that they turn to the Guardians of the Galaxy as of their moral all compass. people. Oh. 
And they <laughs> That does not sound like a they, good idea. They have This is how bad it is. They have Rocket reporting on the worst of it. Which is great cuz Rocket is going around in this issue. And it's like, oh, so I hear that you're from this planet, and you're in charge of security. Now tell me about the security for this art gallery on this planet. I need to make sure it's <laughs> up to snuff. Yeah. And, of course, because it's Novacore. Hi, I'm, the, fo- I'm the fox. And what is. defenses do you have on the house? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, Scott Lang, you know, he'll do his thing where he'll just hop up on someone's shoulder. He hops up on Gamora's <laughs> shoulder. And we're not having any of that. No. Nah. Oh. No. Nah. <laughs> that was that was really adorable. Yeah. That, um, and it points out how annoying that shit is to yeah. me when he does that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely just ride that person. Yeah. Consent, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, the two of them end up paired to go re- on this rescue mission to this space station, spaceship, whatever that's mm-hmm. been ransacked. Turns out it's being ransacked by uh, Ultrons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who spend most of the fight directly taunting Scott. Yeah. Nice. Don't worry. You keep going like you're going. You'll be with one of us soon. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are those pim particles I smell? <laughs> and, of course, they're still wearing Hank's face, because this is the combined right. Hank Ultron. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love I love Duggan's Guardians of the Galaxy so very much. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. We do enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Uh Uh-huh. I will let you start with Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number six. Oh, my gosh. My dinner with J. Jonah Jameson. Or (laughs) is it my dinner with Uh, Spider-Man? Someone's dinner with someone, not Andre. So, yeah, yeah, this this entire issue is is Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Man and Jameson sitting down, having lasagna, and talking. And we learned something about Jonah. We do. He's a good cook. Yeah. He is, yeah. Spider-Man. Ooh, this lasagna is delicious. Yeah. I will say it, it kind of looked like like maybe like Stouffer's lasagna or something. Yeah. But, you know. I use tin I use aluminum pans for yeah, mine. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Um we're, but, we're also we will have to call spoilers for this issue at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, it, it, it also it's got my quote of the week. And what is Brian's quote of the week? <laughs> Jameson goes, all right, fine. So my first question is, why do you do this? Is this some sick thrill running around in a tight costume, masked, messing up people's days? Just yours, Jonah. It's always been just your days I've, I yearn to mess up. You are my everything. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of, of uh, Peter taunting Jonah. Yeah. There was. And then it gets very real and very emotional. Very Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I do think they both come to realize that neither one of them have the motivations or the lives that the other one thought they had. Yeah, and yeah. that they have at this point way more in common <laughs> than yeah. different. Yes. Um, which is our big revelation from Jonah is part of the reason he hates Peter so much. And I guess we'll call spoilers now and just kind of ease into the big thing later. Okay. Because um, this is this a is a minor moment. spoiler. Yeah. It's and a big moment a big for the one. issue, yeah. though. Yeah. 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 Um, so spoilers. Yeah. Jonah and his girlfriend at the time was that right? Yeah. Were mugged by a man with a mask, and ever since then, Jonah's just hated men in masks. Yeah. He basically he can't trust anyone that wears a mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately leads to the big spoiler. 
Spidey takes off his mask. Yeah. He it was so he what it was good it was good good moment when it he was, was like we're we're family i was like oh because yeah. you are uh-huh you're brothers no yes they yeah. are no their parents married each other aunt may they is are... not his mom they are not brothers they are cousins Aunt may is his adoptive mother they're cousins they are brothers they're brothers is that like a crazen no no it's not brothers I very much Sometimes dislike that the happens. word brezen. Sometimes it happens, okay? That sounds like something that happens in the South that you don't want to know about. Sometimes <laughs> your father marries your aunt and has a child with her. It happens. Some people have brezens. Back off. I feel like we've uh, made this weirdly personal accidentally. <laughs> well, you like had to make fun of the word brezen. was, right? <laughs> Jen, is there something you haven't revealed to us? No. I'm just... I mean, my biological father married my <laughs> uncle's wife and had a son with him, so I have a brozen. I understand. <laughs> my cousins me. and me have a brother together. Yeah, that's weird, and I hate it. Beats being Congrats. your own grandfather. It's true. Yeah, that's 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 not right. <laughs> what? Uh. Well, they're not. It's not weird. It's weird, but it's not weird. Being your own grandfather. Oh, is that not weird. that's weird. That's oh, weird. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what okay. I was. I thought you were talking about me. I was no, like, no, 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 no. I was talking about being your own grandfather. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I have that song yeah. stuck in my head for the rest of the day now, though. What? There's a song about being your own grandpa. <laughs> You've never heard "I'm My Own Grandpa"? I guess not. Uh, well, after the show, after we finish recording. Oh, good. Um, Spider Man number two thirty four. A book only I can talk about. So. <laughs> My main issue with pre-Legacy, I got it right, I didn't say Rebirth, I said Legacy. This is the Miles Morales? Yes. The Sinister Six? Yes. Okay. My main problem with pre-Legacy Miles Morales Spider-Man has simply been the last ten-ish issues have done that uh, very Bendis thing where there's not any major plot thing that happens, but they're still engaging. Well, things are finally happening again. A new Sinister Six is forming. And I actually expected them to take the arc to reveal who the ringleader is. They do reveal the ringleader in this issue. And it was who I thought from the first panel. Which I'll say after I call a spoiler tag in a minute. Um, also, Gold Balls is back. Yay! We learned that Miles has started dating... Um, the girl he was kind of into the last few issues, who is not just uh, MJ from Spider-Man Homecoming, even <laughs> though that was what someone here, Brian, maybe? You? I don't know. Uh, some, uh, at least it was a oh, common person. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But is that just MJ again? Right. But no, it's not. Um, we learned that Gold Balls disappeared in the first place because the girl he liked liked Peter or liked Miles, and he thought Miles also liked this girl and was, thought he was going to have to watch them together. So it is still high school drama. They are in high school. Yeah. Right. But spoilers the ringleader on the new Sinister Six is Aaron Davis. Okay. Miles' uncle. Okay. Who was the prowler in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. So yet another ultimate character who slipped through the cracks and came over. 
And he's going to be leading, as the Iron Spider, the charge against Spider-Man. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Is this a good jumping on point? Yeah, actually. Okay. I would jump on here. Um, there are probably going to be elements or details that if you have a general passing awareness of Miles have changed, i.e. his parents know that he's Spider-Man now, his dad is back with S.H.I.E.L.D. at least sometimes. I thought they were, S.H.I.E.L.D. was just banning after Secret Well, Man. that's a good question. He had gotten back with S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. There was the whole Cable shows up and was trying to mastermind as man in chair for Miles. It doesn't get mentioned in this issue, but I imagine we'll come back at some point. Um, so there are various elements. Um, you're right, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not around. In fact, that actually gets gets to the crux of the Iron Spider's plot, which is to steal a helicarrier for himself. Um, I, and, as you are wont to do. Yes, in, in like you do. But yeah, I actually really dug this. Um, I kind of set the ultimatum for this issue that if it does not become a little more plot-driven than it has been, that I would probably switch to trade. Um, but I am sticking with it past this one, and I think if you wanted to jump in, this would be a good place to do it. Okay. Cool. All right. It is time for Is It Still Good? Is it still good? Nope. It's, mm -mm. It's over. That was I was musically talking. No, nope. mm -mm. it doesn't matter. It's over. <laughs> hey, Jim. Hey, oh shit! I started off. Yeah. Oh, yes, God dang it. it's all you're you, baby. First. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. Sorry. Once you do this one, you're halfway done with it. Yay! <laughs> just make my just make my other one damn the next it. one, and we're good. No, don't actually do that. Batman White Knight number two. Hmm. Um. Jack and Harley team up to fight Batman in a way that they have never done before. And we learn the secret le the secret history of the Harley's Quinn. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh Brian. Yeah. Green Arrow number thirty-four. Um Green Arrow goes and helps out. Black Canary while trying to figure out how to deal with the fact that someone is back in his life. Oh. Oh my. Hey, Brian. Mm -hmm. Green Lantern's number 34. Mm. Uh, Jessica keeps the world from falling apart while Simon tries to make an impression on an alien Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Ooh. Did he come in like a wrecking ball? <laughs> um, this is not Cocktober. No, actually not like a wrecking ball. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason I put it I feel like it's always way. a little bit Cocktober when Miley Cyrus is involved. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably fair. No, she's wholesome now. Haven't you seen? Yeah. No, the, the, the only reason I use it, that, that phrase is specifically used in the issue. Ooh, that's why. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's funny. Uh, Nightwing number 32... Uh, Sean leads an investigation into what's going on in Bloodhaven while Dick and Raptor play blackjack with each other. Could have just said play with each other. But it's not and October it, it would have made me No, it would have made me more interested in it. Oh. 
I'm sure it would have. <laughs> so. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Superman number 34. Lois Lane joins Granny Goodness's Furies. And Luthor throws Clark under the train as the truly uh, prophesied ruler of Dark Side <laughs> of Apocalypse. Under the throne? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Brian. Uh huh. The Shadow Batman, number two. Okay, uh, one point, one note outside of the the rules here. Uh, we find out in this issue, this is actually in the same continuity of the last Batman Shadow run cool. because they they make a reference to it. So I just want to point okay. that out. I'm glad for that. Cool. It would have been a little buck wild. It, it would have been. So that's kind of cool. Okay, now um, now to the the rules part of this. Um, the Shadow saves Robin. Who wants nothing to do with either one, with Batman or Shadow. Uh, And Bruce gets a new uncle. (laughs) And a present. And some craisins, just because he likes them as a good snack. (laughs) Hey, Jim. Ooh, I'm almost done. Crosswind number five. Hmm... Hmm. 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 Junebug and Kaysen work together to navigate a very bad problem for the two of them. Junebug. Junebug. Oh. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yes. I'll swear, number four. Um. Hmm. Um. Good Sup- podcast. Superior. <laughs> well, you're the one that set these rules up. You, you, like you, it takes a minute to think about what the right thing to say is. You're the one who hasn't put together that if you're the one who read the book, you could go ahead and re- pre-write your sentence ahead of time and save yourself a lot of tourists. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no. um, I, don't, I don't do it either. Superior firepower is a viable strategic alternative to careful planning. And DB shows his true colors. Nice. Astonishing X-Wing number five. Brian. Astonishing X-Wing? X-Men. Oh, I thought you said that's it, so- it sounded like X-Wing. Okay. I kind of choked it a did. little as I said oh, okay. it. Yeah. I was like, Stephanie X-Wing. I was trying I not to, that I was trying not was to hack and cough into the microphone. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, like Thank how, you. I like how we stalled, so I had just a moment to think about this, though. That's what uh, I think we were welcome. doing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Xavier reveals his plot to his chosen few while those outside of that uh, of that reality have to deal with the consequences of him letting the others go. Hmm. Avengers 673 uh, Falcon and Viv Vision find themselves on Counter-Earth and Viv gets an upgrade. Oh my. Um, how did you feel about that? I don't hate that, actually. That's mm. interesting to me. I doubt it sticks, but if it okay, does, good. you know what? I'm I'm actually on board with that one. I hope it doesn't. No, I I feel like it'd be really, really interesting. Well, I hope it doesn't. I'm glad I'm confused. Okay. Um, I can call spoilers. Well, no, it's still good. So. Yeah, yeah, go. Okay. Uh, 
Black Bolt number seven, Black Bolt and company all go home after their prison break and set the stage for his soon to be trouble with the Inhumans back on Earth. Okay. Iceman number seven. This is not a Brian book. Brian didn't read this. That's bad note taking, Alex. (laughs) Iceman number seven. Iceman learns the most important life lesson. How to Netflix and chill. Hey, hey. If anyone should be good at chilling, it should be Iceman, right? Oh, yeah. Inhumans Once and Future Kings number four. Karnak and Peter experience psychic feedback and switch motivations for an issue, which leads Karnak to taking Aunt May her medicine. Oh, my goodness. Damn it. That good, good Christopher Priest. Damn it. Fine. Thor versus Hulk, Champions of the Universe. Thor and Banner stop a Chitari raid on an alien world. Okay. Why are you making a face at me? Because I'm just remembering that scene again, and uh-huh. it's so good. Are you thinking of the Hulk's dick? No. Are you now? But Thor was. <laughs> um. No, that's right. just... It, it was what, just what, a... Are you trying to say it made a big impression on him? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Star Wars, Darth Vader, it. number seven. <laughs> um, Darth, Darth Vader uh, realizes the potential and usefulness and how he's going to use the Inquisitors. Cool. Yeah. Long box book report. Woo. Which is on me. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, why don't you tell us what happened, Alex? Someone, probably me, <laughs> misplaced the book I'm supposed to read with its weird areolas and everything. Mm. And hmm, I'm mm. trying to figure out if this was an accident or... Uh, <laughs> I think it genuinely was. No, I've read um. much worse. It was definitely an accident. <laughs> I thought I'd left that's, it here. That's the only reason I actually believe that. Yeah. Is that yeah. I thought I'd left it here. Jin did remind me right before we started recording that I did bring some books last week for her to read and probably just put it in the bag with those. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what happened. So the next time I'm called, if it's in that bag when I get home, I will, I will do it. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So instead, this time, I pulled a, a fresh one. Solar Man of the Atom. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Brian, the reason I would never pull shit like that is I recognize anything I pull from that box still could be worse than what I would have read. <laughs> this, yeah. That is absolutely mm. true. <laughs> I didn't take out you the could, war books, you so. Could, you could get X-Mutants. <laughs> if there are more than two yeah. X-Mutants issues well... in there, then we're going to go hang Mike from the rafters when we're done. <laughs> Well, uh, Mike had a good run. It's time to Logan's run him. <laughs> Solar Man of the Atom. Uh, man, it's a valiant book. It looks pretty and it talks a lot. Talks a lot. The first two words of the issue are, let's see, dot, dot, dot. Okay. This book is almost all narration, thought bubble, internal Fine. monologue. Um, it is very anti-nuclear. So, okay, I think I figured it out. The reason that Mike is so anti-talky-talky is because he spent his entire comic reading life reading talky-talky books, and now yes. he's just done. And the now irony, he's just done. The irony is, as I pulled this out, he said, oh, that's a good, good book. <laughs> like, 
No, my I, dude, you do not remember all the words in this book. <laughs> I specifically remember when Supergirl number one from New 52 came out. I opened that book and looked through it and counted, and I think there were something like 86 words in the whole book. In the whole book? In the whole book. And then Damn. I opened and looked at an old, I think it was a story that had Wonder Woman in it. Yeah. From like the oh, 70s. God. Uh-huh. One there were George more Perez words issues? on the first page than there was in the entire book of... So yes, we we have gotten to a point where we are not used to reading the amount of content. Well, Specifically in comic books, we're not used to reading the amount of content that we used to. Yeah. And yeah. so much of it comes down to like, most of this book is him narrating the thing he's doing as he's doing it. Most of that narration is like pseudoscience explaining the thing we see him doing <laughs> on the page. That was, I, which is exactly how things used to be like, done in comic books. I know. Yeah. I, I defended a talky issue of Captain America earlier. Right. It's at least talking about ideas that cannot just be seen. Well, one of the things I will remind you of, and I'm, I'm not sure when this came out, but I know in the 1990, 70s. 1990, Okay, that, well, that, okay, no, that was about the end of it. In the 70s and 80s, comic books were mostly kids' entertainment. Mm -hmm. So you explained a lot of the things that you would not now in a book where adults are looking at it and going, oh yeah, I get that from the picture. And there's a whole long spiel on decompressed storytelling and all these various changes in the industry have happened. I get that. I, I understand these things are historical trends. There's a reason why I was, why I struggled reading anything before about 2001 and why it was 2011 before I started reading comics regularly. Okay. <laughs> you picked a good time. I just don't like old stuff. Okay. <laughs> and and and, I, and maybe it's because I did grow up. I, I can yeah. when I read it, I can shift into a different mind frame of yeah, this is this thing. Yeah. I can. I just don't don't necessarily want to. Okay, that's fine. And that's that's legit. Like, there's a good book in this, and then there's a talkie book in this, and I was just like to excise the talkie book and only read the good one. Right. It's editor brain, I guess. Maybe. All right. It'd be interesting to see some of these, like if they were kind of rewritten or re-edited today. Yeah. Jen is one, Brian is two. God. <laughs> No, it's Brian's turn. Nope. It's Brian's turn. The dice gods love me. <laughs> That's talk fine. It stuff. frees you from having to talk about rocks. Yay, talk about rocks. Oh, shit. <laughs> is the board still on? The board is still on. Yes. So, rocks. We, we've talked about rock hounds and relics before. Well, a, a couple I, of times. Well, just once or twice. <laughs> And we tend to focus on the hounds, but I have news for you. Uh-huh. If you are a cat, you can also eat a rock hounds and relics. Really? Yeah. And I don't know. Hey, Jen, you can you can tell me here. Is is, is uh, the hound of rock hounds and relics going to harass you too much if you're a cat? Yes. Okay. Well, watch out for the dog. But you can still go. You two could buy irradiated bat penises. So is it just hounds and cats, or can any furry creature go and, and shop it at Rock If you are a furry, I encourage you. Yes, please do. <laughs> I encourage you to, to as your fursona, go to Rock Hounds and Relics. 
Perhaps you want to augment your cat costume or your lion costume mm. with some actual claws. Ooh. I bet you could do that. Some sort of claw, fossilized perhaps. Don't quote me on this, but I, I do believe you could. You've, you've said before At that least bears. She's, she's got a bone guy, so. Yeah. yeah. She can handle the bone. I mean, she's not going to get you tiger bones. Right, right. No, right, but enough. something, something that's a reasonable substitute. If you're looking to up your furry game. Go to Rock Hounds and Relics. God, <laughs> please, please, in your fursona, go to my sister's shop. Please, get, get take pictures of her face because I want to see it. Um, it's on Lemon Street in Ackworth, Georgia. That's right. Open good, good place. Tuesday through Friday, Tuesday through Saturday. What are the days, Jen? I know it's not Sunday and not Tuesday Monday. Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Tuesday through Saturday. Check the Facebook for. Deep hours for for yeah. information. Yes. What did you get? I got plastic man. <laughs> God damn you! Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> okay, now which one though? What what era? No, number thirteen. What era? Who is it? Let me see. Uh, I'm I'm gonna guess. Oh, that's 80s. oh, that's no, that's seventies. Oh yeah, nineteen seventy-five. Told you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's good old seventies plastic man. Baby. I rescind that. God damn you! You can have that. All right. Anybody got anything else before we go into our uh, outro? No. No? Good. I think we're good to go. Our theme music is the Spontaneous Soccer Union by the fish who saved the planet. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, where you can go to rate and review us. Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com, or on Geek Taco's website at geektaco.com slash panelology. Yeah. Yep. Or they also have news pieces and reviews and things like that for video games and movies and all comics. Kind, all kinds of all geek kinds stuff. Of, yeah, that. as it would happen. Hey. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Bye. <laughs>